When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. My name is Sam Webb and I'm here to share some of the most epic conversations I get to have with some of the most fascinating people on our planet. Every episode is dedicated to elevating the conversation around mental health because it ain't weak to speak. I'm a massive believer that a conversation could change and save a life for the better. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to It Ain't Week to Speak. God, I'm excited to be here with you guys. I'm so grateful. I'm always very grateful, but I'm learning like all these guests that we have on the podcast week in, week out, the feedback that we hear from all of you guys, the reviews. Thank you very much for being here and joining me again week after week on the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I'm enjoying it. It's always a great time and I'm just learning so much, so it's great. Today is episode number 68. I'm bringing you webs of wisdom. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Ireland. She's a beauty, isn't she? Ireland Basinger Baldwin, that podcast was outstanding. It's actually my longest podcast I've done to date. Yeah, we had a great chat. I could have chatted with her for, for hours. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, definitely head back. Episode 67 with Ireland Basinger Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's daughter. She's an all-round ripper sharing a lot of insight into her life, her own mental health struggles and journey and what it was like growing up in the limelight with famous parents, Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin. So yeah, check it out if you haven't. If you're a new listener to the podcast, welcome. I don't know how you heard about It Ain't Week to Speak and this podcast series, but I'm glad you made it here. Wherever you're from, I hope you're living your best life and I hope you've come here with an open mind and a beginner's mindset because that's what it's all about. Listening, learning, growing building, coming back from setbacks, failures, obstacles, all that sort of sticky stuff. We're talking about sticky stuff. I want to get to this next episode, number 68 on the podcast, week in, week out. I'm very passionate about this. I think it's an area or a topic of conversation that we must own and take full responsibility with. So today I'm going to share with you three healthy habits to build an accountable life. Or I probably could say habits to stay accountable in your life, I think is really important. In order for us to level up, to aim up and to grow, we must take full responsibility of our life, where we're at, the obstacles that we've faced and the positions that we find ourselves in. We have to stay and remain accountable in order to grow. And I'm very, very passionate about that, hence why I wanted to talk about this with you today. So And the beauty about all of this, it starts from within and from ourselves. We don't need anything or anyone other than ourselves to be able to achieve accountability in our lives. So this is an episode that you're going to get a lot of information from. So let's get straight to it, shall we? 
Well, let's just start off with accountability. Now, what you think it is, what you may believe it might be, accountability is so much more than just admitting that you've made a mistake, you know, kind of like, oh, far out, I've got to own up to that and I'm going to take accountability, that was my fault. Unfortunately, this is kind of a narrow definition, like a skinny definition many people use and they miss the bigger picture of what I believe being accountable actually looks like in life. You know, from my experiences, true accountability is fully owning everything that happens in your life. It means that you understand that you are responsible for your attitude, your actions, even your reactions, you know, teamwork, communication, your personal relationships, your romantic relationships, even your own mental health. It also means that you must hold others accountable for the commitments and effort that they give you and that they promise and they put out in the world as well. You see, to me, there is almost, I guess, nothing more important than accountability, which is why I wanted to bring this episode to the forefront and talk about it with you guys. It leads to, you know, honesty in your life, commitment, compassion, integrity. It builds, I believe, more deeper and more meaningful and fulfilling relationships. To kind of help you set the scene and to illustrate what I believe, what true accountability is, I wanted to share with you some examples, real life examples that, you know, we could all be going through right now that you could relate to in an effort to kind of help you understand or get a deeper understanding and appreciation for how important, you know, that this character trait really is in life. And not that I'm saying people are taking it for granted. I just think we need to, you know, shine more of a light on this area so that we can start living with, you know, authenticity and values and and stuff like that. Anyway, without getting too carried away and going off topic, so to make it real clear, let me start with an example around accountability and how you could be accountable in a position versus how not being accountable in that situation. For example, you don't understand a decision maybe that your boss has made. It's affecting your job. You're losing sleep over it. You're kind of overthinking. You don't really know what to do. You haven't really spoken about it. And you ask yourself, what do you do? Now, to be accountable in this situation, what I believe you could have done or you could do is seek to understand without blaming or making any assumptions. So kind of come from a beginner's mindset. You don't know everything about anything. And unless you ask, you'll never really truly understand that answer, right? So I believe step one would be to ask your boss or your manager, whoever it is about the decision that they've made. What was the background that triggered it? And you know why was that decision made? Get a really clear bigger picture understanding so that you're seeing it all because maybe right now you don't see the big picture and it's because maybe you haven't asked the question or you haven't communicated. Then I think it's really important that you should share how the decision that your boss has made is affecting you or maybe offer alternative solutions on how you know your stress might be eased or ways that you could bring that down. Now, on the flip side, and again, that was just an example. On the flip side, let's talk about in that same situation, how to not be accountable. Now, things like talking behind your boss's back, you know, tell yourself that you can't change anything. So you'll just shut up and deal with it. You know, assume it's his job or her job to figure out how much the outcome is affecting the team. You know, it was his decision after all. Now he has to live with the consequences kind of thing. These are ways you'd probably attack it that aren't helpful and it's not being truly accountable. So 
Ask yourself the next time that you're in a sticky situation or something that's bothering you, are you truly being accountable or are you passing blame, making excuses, talking behind someone's back, assuming things without really understanding the bigger picture and the facts? Another example could be a teammate shares with you, for example, that you might come across as an aggressive person in meetings or people are afraid to speak up with you in, you know, because they fear of being snapped at. Like, what do you do? What do you actually do? Okay, now this is something that you could be accountable in that situation. I would say, honestly, I would say thank you for the feedback and ask more questions about how you're making people feel. You know, apologize to your teammates first and foremost. Ask them for help in holding you accountable when you have a, an aggressive tone in meetings. For example, you know, if I'm, I'm not coming across with ulterior motives here, if I am coming across kind of stabby or frustrated or aggressive, can you just call me out and be honest with me? Ask me. Can you change your tone or is there something bothering you? Look within, like look truly within to understand why you're being aggressive or feeling that way or defensive. Perhaps, you know, people in your team are bothering you or something's bothering you on a deeper level or perhaps the meetings are ineffective and long and it's causing you frustration. It might be a waste of time. Honestly, share your concerns, but also share them with solutions with your boss with your teammates so they can help you come up with a plan to resolve the issues that probably negatively impacting your job and as we always say at live and don't be you know don't be scared to ask for help if you don't have the tools or the skills you need to communicate effectively and you know even on the flip side of that not being accountable kind of being defensive make excuses blame someone else like why are they doing this why are they doing that they suck at their job, yes, and talking behind people's back or, you know, blow off feedback, kind of be closed-minded. You're letting your feelings get in the way and you're shutting down or you're refusing to talk to someone. Your ego's in charge. You know, these are all things is that I believe that, you know, isn't helpful and it's certainly not staying accountable in situations like that. I know that as humans right now, we're all, whether you're listening to this now and you've been challenged with a moment that, asks for your accountability or not or it happens later today or tomorrow or sometime this week we're all going through it okay so i always say if you're ever in doubt about something and something's bothering you just speak up ask and talk about it because if you don't know you're never really going to have peace of mind and i think it's important to find the facts to situations as best as you can so you've got a bigger picture that's kind of what i'm trying to get across here but you know, another good example is we all have rough days and or rough mornings. And it seems like, you know, some things we touch or, or do, everything turns to shit and everything goes wrong. And you feel yourself slipping into annoyance and frustrations and you're taking it out on other people. Go for a walk, blow off some steam, go to the gym, go and do exercise, do what makes you feel good. Okay. Look at things from a different angle. Stop being so negative and looking at things from doom and gloom all the time. You know, while you walk, look at things that you're grateful for, understanding that a shift in your mindset or your mental health can really get you out of that current negative mindset. Take a few deep breaths, you know, write things down that you're excited for or that you're good at. Stop by a co-worker's desk and say, hey, I'm having a bit of a shitty day. I'm trying my best to keep my head above water here and not take it out on anyone or spiral and have a bad rest of my day. So if I seem grumpy, can you please tell me a joke to cheer me up or tell me to pull my fucking head in when I'm not doing my best? This is important. We need to challenge people. We're not, stop dancing around the topics of, oh, we've got to be nice to, you know, be honest as best as you can. In every 
situation in life, you have two choices, to be accountable or to not be accountable. Now, you can see when you, you choose to be accountable, you empower yourself to be part of the solution. So you're building trust with yourself, you're resolving issues, you're problem solving, you're gaining a deeper understanding of yourself, obviously, but also the situation and those that are around you. Being accountable. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, definitely feels good, but it's better in the long run, even if it's a painful process. And it, you know, it means you have to step out of your comfort zone and be a bit confrontational sometimes. There's nothing more powerful then solving your own problems and fixing your own mistakes. Okay, and this comes back, a full 360 loop is owning your attitude, being accountable and choosing to be positive helps you see challenges as opportunities. One thing I tell myself is stop being a victim to your circumstances. Do something about it. You have got the power to change the things in your life and look at them from a different angle. Shit, yeah, it takes time and it does take work. I'm not saying this happens overnight, but I'm saying it's possible. And when things don't turn out the way that you want them to or you expect them to, it's easy to deny your role in the situation and look for external factors or people to blame. And while circumstances and other people's actions, even you know, luck can impact your personal and professional lives, refusing, like literally refusing to accept accountability can prevent you from ever achieving your full potential. So stop passing the blame, stop making excuses and stop blaming other people in your life because it's blocking any potential growth or improvement that you could make and it doesn't teach you how to avoid the problem in the future. And on the flip side of that, accountability isn't about accepting blame when things go wrong. It's about delivering on your promises. It's accepting responsibility for an outcome rather than a set of tasks. It's being proactive with intentional and strategic follow-through. Now, 
here are some really simple signs that you need to build more accountability in your life. Now, I'm not trying to have a go at you. I do this to myself all the time. I pull myself up all the time. But if you're always having an excuse, you're always blaming other people for your shortcomings or mistakes, you don't follow through with your promises, you make excuses, you're waiting for something because once you have it, your life is going to be better. You expect other people to fix your problems. These are all signs that you need to build more personal accountability in your life. And now I'm going to give you three really simple habits to build more personal accountability in your life so that you can level up and you can grow. The first step to building accountability is deciding what you want to achieve, which will then make it clear what you're staying accountable for. Once you've decided, you have to make a commitment to being personally accountable. This isn't really something that can come and go. You need to be able to commit to the following. Taking responsibility for the decisions and actions. Whether they're right or wrong, you've got to take full responsibility. Commit fully. Listen to and learn from feedback. As I mentioned earlier, and I'm a big believer on a beginner's mindset, something I speak about in my keynotes, is have a beginner's mindset. You don't know everything about anything. Come from a place of curiosity. Learn from your mistakes and take action and corrective action. Support your team or support your friendship circle in honoring their commitments and be positive You know, in terms of a role model by always kind of honoring yours. If support is offered when challenges arise, studies show that people are actually more likely to get creative, innovative, stay committed for the long run. It comes down to being honest and staying genuine in your work or your personal life and be reliable so that people know that they can count on you. Often, you know, your commitments have to be to yourself to make a change. And if you're unhappy with an aspect of your life, step out of your comfort zone to initiate a change. I know it's hard. It's not easy. And while it may be difficult to change something that you're comfortable in or you're used to, remember this. It's your choice to do nothing but complain rather than take action. But that's not going to improve anything. This is what I'm trying to say. When you make a commitment, it means that you're going to follow through with something until the absolute end. And you're removing the things in your environment or your life that may be a distraction. And you understand, and you clearly understand the decision has been made and there's no turning back. I do this when I'm training, for example. I put contracts on my life and it might sound pretty dark, but I heard a podcast with Jay Shetty and Kobe Bryant. Definitely check that out. It's a ripper. And one of the things that Kobe Bryant did on his days when he trained is he put a contract on his training schedule and what he wanted to achieve and once he'd done that he wrote that personal contract on himself that was his way of staying accountable to his training goals and his training you know regime so that's something that i do i actually do it for my own personal life like if i've set my mind to something and it's something i have to do and it's locked in my mind. It's it's weird. I just can't I can't not do it. It's kind of locked in. Even when I'm running up like run in Canon and I want to stop and I'm so stuffed. I'm like, before I ran today, I put a contract on myself that I was going to get to the top and I'm going to do two of these. And I just can't stop. It's weird. It's real weird. But it works for me. It might not work for everyone. Anyway, number two, be realistic. If you're overcommitting yourself, not only are you likely to forget something. You also may start cutting corners in your life to get it done faster. And this is only going to decrease the quality of your outcomes. There's no such thing as an overnight success. So be sure to know your limits and really be realistic when making commitments to yourself, but also to others. 
don't just say yes and I'm going to do this because I'm staying committed and accountable. Make sure it's realistic and you're not putting too much pressure on yourself just to aim up. Okay, you know, you're not going to lose anything if you're just being honest and just saying, you know what, I can't achieve this. I'm going to go here. And you're never going to let yourself down and you won't let someone else down. Because, you know, having personal accountability is a choice, as I said earlier, that you have to accept. It means that you kind of need to learn to say no when it's necessary. And I know it's hard to say no. I'm kind of a yes man too, but really important to say no as much as it's hard. It's really important. You can't agree to do everything that's been asked or asked of you and expect it to be done on such a high level. So if you're trying to build personal accountability, you want that accountability to be rewarding. So you'd kind of need to be realistic about how you plan to distribute your time. Otherwise, you're going to set all these tasks and goals and stuff, and it might sound great and look great on paper, but it's just not going to happen because you're not going to be able to do them all. Okay. And Number three, I think I've mentioned this a lot and I've touched on it quite a few times in this podcast already, but stop blaming people. Stop blaming things. No matter what, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to need to work towards your goals. But when you're facing a hurdle, you can't look to external sources and people to blame for the issue of your shortcomings. And while you don't have to beat yourself up and assume all the fault for everything that goes wrong in life, you do need to feel the necessary empowerment to reflect on what went wrong and figure out how you can make things turn out differently in the future. You got to learn from these mistakes and the F-ups. I really think it comes down to, you know, kind of recognizing that you control your actions and whatever outcomes result. And finally, if necessary, you really need to be able to admit fault to other people. I know this is hard. You know, put your pride and ego aside and start practicing this. It's one of the best traits to see in someone when they can actually take responsibility publicly in front of the people in their life that are so meaningful about the things that they've done and their shortcomings that they've hit. There really isn't nothing more inspiring and humbling hearing someone do this, you know, owning up and aiming up in front of people. It's a leadership quality. It really is. And it's something that, you know, I admire when I see in other people because there's nothing worse than when someone always makes excuses and blames other people or things for their failures in life. It's just such a waste of time. And there is not 1% of positivity in that at all. And it's so unrealistic. I mean, there's three simple habits that you could do every single day, not hard, not rocket science, that you can implement in your life to staying accountable or to building a stronger foundation of accountability in your life that are going to benefit you, that's going to help you grow individually, professionally, personally, in your relationships, at work. So I want to challenge you right now as we bring this podcast to a very end. Challenge yourself right now. What is it that you want to be accountable for in your life? And what is it that you want to take full responsibility with and to own it wholeheartedly? It's an inspiring quality and trait to have. And, you know, I wish you success in this field, in this area, because it's going to help set your life up for future success. It really will. And guys, always, always be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you don't make the goal that you set. Be realistic, but speak about it. Be open about it. Take ownership, responsibility, talk about it. Challenges, speak to someone about them. If you don't understand something, ask. If someone's pissing you off, tell them. Figure it out. Have an open mind. Beginner's mindset. Remember that. Beginner's mindset. Stay curious. 
I hope you guys all have an amazing day. I hope you enjoyed this Webs of Wisdom episode. I could probably give you three other tips and strategies, but let's just keep it at that. They're the main ones that I try and live and work with day in, day out. And it's a constant evolving process. So go easy, start small, crawl before you walk. I can't wait to hear and see everyone's changes and feedback and ways in their life that they're staying accountable. So spread that, tag me, tag living. I'll be in touch. Always as well, I ask you kindly, if you like the podcast and you like the episode, please rate it and please leave a review. It'll take you 20 seconds if that. Also subscribe to the podcast because not only will that help us climb the Apple podcast charts, which is important, we're doing something more important and that's helping this podcast get to areas in this world which we didn't think were possible. I've always said a conversation saves and changes a life and I mean that. And I believe if we can all subscribe and help share the podcast and get it out there to the community, this will help people live longer, it'll help people live better and it'll help people live with true integrity. Anyway, guys, big love. Look after yourself, and I'll see you all next week. Yow! Thank you for listening in to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. Please subscribe to the show and help us climb the charts so that we can attract new listeners and change more lives. If you found something very useful in this episode, please share and spread the love to as many people as you can. Don't forget to leave a review or a comment so that we can grow this community together because a conversation can save a life. If you want to continue this chat, please join me on the podcast Facebook group at living.org. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. But in the meantime, we're going to the top. And remember, it ain't weak to speak. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.